Hello and welcome to the Busy Bays podcast, where we provide valuable insight and advice on the marketing and other business type questions that auto repair shops encounter as they work towards achieving their goals. Now here's our hosts, Martin Morgan and Becca Weinveen. Welcome to the Busy Bays podcast, a podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and business resource for auto repair shop owners. In this episode, we're going to be talking about your Google My Business profile and what it means to have one. So Martin, with our current repair shop customers, we focus on the importance of having that Google My Business profile often. But what is the point of even having one? So Becca, the Google My Business profile is that profile that comes up when somebody was to search your specific brand name. So if you're ABC Auto Repair, if somebody searches for ABC Auto Repair near you, they're gonna see the search results in the left column and then on the right most often, they're gonna see that uh, Google My Business profile. The other places where it shows up is in regular search where there's a map and the local pack as they call it, which is that group of three to four listings under the map. So it's small and it has a little information, but that's really a piece of the Google My Business profile. The other place where it'll show up is on Google Maps where it has uh, if somebody searches for something like auto repair near me and they see a list and you might click on that, they're going to see the Google My Business profile there as well. If I were to go on Google and type in ABC Auto Repair, it would come up automatically on the right or sometimes it can be both on the right and in that local pack like with the maps that you were talking about? It, it could be both. It really just depends on the search results page. Okay. So, We can't say any absolutes when it comes to what the search results page that Google is going to return looks like. Most often, if you search for what would you'd call a brand name, like if the name was ABC Auto Repair, it will come up with the GMB. Google My Business will refer to it as GMB also over there on the right side. It's not a guarantee, but usually if you search for something specific, you're going to find that there. Just like if somebody searches for repair shop websites, they're most often gonna see our Google My Business profile on the right side. Okay, that makes sense. Why do business businesses, I mean, or more specifically repair shop owners, how come they need this GMB? GMB really important for repair shop owners and the reason for that is when people are searching for auto repair or they're searching for auto repair near me, they're gonna often get that map Obviously, if they're in Google Maps on their phone, let's say, they're going to see the the map or they're going to see the listing there on on a a desktop. They're going to see the the map and the local pack, and they're going to have those those options that are there. But you're never going to show up in the local pack if you don't have a Google My Business profile because they don't have anything to show there. Uh, A couple of other things as well is, you know, that's where people put reviews. And a lot of times, if somebody's gonna go to your shop, they're gonna wanna see reviews. And then it also helps a lot when it comes to your website. So the Google My Business profile is one of the factors that Google will use to to show uh, websites in the search rankings because it depends on signals from that Google My Business profile to the website back and forth. I I actually didn't know any of that. So if, if I don't have a Google My Business profile. Like, obviously it's not great, but in reality, what could that mean for my business? 
Right. So the, the, the simplest way to put it is, is you could miss out on a lot of customers because you're not really going to be found online. Does that have to do with like search results? So if I'm searching for something, if you don't have a Google My Business profile, that will directly affect it, correct? It will absolutely directly affect it. And, okay. it, and, and it affects it even beyond the local pack or the map where if you don't have a, a GMB, you can't show up in any of those things. You won't show up in the Google Maps ad. But it's also going to affect your website because one of the things that Google uses as an indicator for a good provider for a website is a link from the GMB profile to the actual website. And when Google goes out and they find the website, but they don't find a GMB that links to that website and it's a business, then they're gonna be less likely to show that website toward the top of the results. And the result of that will be, it'll be on the deeper pages. So it's another credibility standpoint for Google to recognize a business. Absolutely, credibility for Google and credibility for customers because again, if you don't have that, you won't get reviews on your GMB and when the customer goes to look for an auto repair shop near them and as important as reviews are, they're gonna not find the shop and they're also not gonna find any reviews so they're just gonna assume that the shop either doesn't exist or nobody has had any good experiences there. Okay, so clearly having a Google My Business profile is important but what do shop owners need to know about what is going to be included on there? So on that, on that GMB profile, obviously important things, your name, your address, uh, there's reviews as we talked about, your phone number is really important and you, and you want to try to make sure those things are, are consistent throughout that and your website. You're going to have your website on there. You absolutely want to make sure you've got a link to your website. You've got the opportunity to include pictures, include as many photos as you can. They, good pictures, right? Yes. Good, good ones. <laughs> good pictures. And, and the, the challenging thing, to some extent, it might be good, it may be not so good, but your, your customers can post photos on there. So anybody can post photos on your GMB or at least submit a photo to be posted if they try to post something that's, you know, bad or, or really negative or just shouldn't be posted on there, then Google's probably going to reject the photo. You also want to make sure you have your hours there. Google will automatically incorporate some pieces also. Things like if they find that you're on other review platforms, that might automatically incorporate that. It, it'll incorporate the busy hours you might see if you look at your shop. Uh, or if, if you don't see that on your shop, look at more popular restaurants in your area. Chances are good it's going to show, you know, this business is most often busy or it says something like that. Popular times, I, I believe it, it's called on there as well. And there's certainly a few other things. So I do have a question about that. When it, If I was going to post a picture about the shop that I went to, does the shop owner have the ability to remove what I post on there? What can happen is as if you, if you have your GMB or you're working with somebody who has control over the GMB, they, they can contest an image or any sort of change. That's part of the challenge with these crowdsourcing things because it's also true that somebody can submit uh, an edit to your location, to your phone number, to uh, various things 
and Google might approve it without even asking you about it. You, usually what happens is they'll send a note to let you know or, or to the person in control, but sometimes they'll change things and not even let you know. So that's why you wanna actively manage the GMB. You wanna just check, make sure everything looks the way that it should. Uh, if you find something that's not correct, you can usually change that. That might be something that says like change it back or something like that, but it will take recommendations from other people wow. without necessarily getting your approval for it. Yeah, so I guess you really pay attention to what's going in and out of that. Yes, it's true. <laughs> wow. So with all the sections that you included with the phone number, location, and so on, do you have to fill in every single section? You don't have to fill in every section, but for the most part, nothing bad will happen. There's a lot to gain by filling in every section. A couple of those that I, that I did leave out that are also important is your category. You wanna make sure you pick the right category. In most cases, I, I believe auto repair is gonna be the best category. As of right now, I still believe it's true that you can only pick one category. If you really specialize in some other type of service and it's available, then you might wanna pick that category. But what you can also do is, not that long ago, surprisingly, Google also opened up uh, an area where you can write a description of your business. So you can write a, a put together, I don't remember what the count is as far as characters, but you can put together a, a description and I'd highly recommend that you do so of your business and then you could highlight some specializations or, or anything that you really wanna talk about there. Now you don't have all the space in the world, it's certainly not as much as you'd have on a homepage on a website, but you do have a little bit of space and you wanna to try to take advantage of that as best as you can. By having a GMB, does this cost money? Do shop owners just get it? Like how does that work? There, it does not cost money. There is no cost to your GMB profile. So that that's part of the, the nice thing of this. Yeah. You know, I, good. Google wants to leverage this to try to sell you ads for sure. That's what that's <laughs> what puts them in business. That's what keeps them in business. And you'll see once you get up there, usually right towards the top left, there's like, you know, start ads now or, or <laughs> contact an ad specialist. So they're definitely going to try to sell you some ads, but there's no cost to the, the GMB profile. That's really awesome then for business owners. If I was getting ready to set up my GMB page, how do I go about doing that? I mean, is there a step-by-step -step process? Probably the best thing to do if, if you don't already have one set up, and now again, you may have one set up and you may not have been the one to set it up because Google will take suggestions from other people. Like we could probably go on Google now, fake, create some totally fake shop and tell Google that, hey, this shop exists right here and they're probably gonna accept that and create a GMB profile for that. So check first to see if you have one that you didn't create. If there is one that you didn't create, usually there's some sort of thing on here on or on the profile that'll say like claim this business or something like that. Click it and follow the process. You can definitely do it that way. If you don't find anything or you're pretty sure there's nothing there, my, my suggestion would be just go to Google and, and Google uh, Google my business login or profile. And they're pretty good about leading you step by step through setting up the, the profile. With that being said, do you know if you have to have a Gmail account or can you have any type of account? I'm pretty sure 
and, and I try not to use absolutes again, I'll say that, right. but, but I'm pretty sure you don't need a, a Gmail account to okay. be able to set these up. So if it, whatever email account you have, you can set up your GMB and use that email account as the contact name for that for that specific account or that's, that profile. It's good to know. And then while the business is setting it up, does a shop need to verify whether they are a real business with Google? Like you said, you can create a fake one. Yes, they. You will need to verify, and and Google has some some pretty good methods of doing that. Most often, what they do, again, at least up to this point, is they'll send a postcard to your location with a code number. So you may have other things online where it says that they want to use your mobile phone, and then they'll text you a, a code that you can then use to get into something. Maybe you forgot your password or it's something else where they just want to confirm that it's you. As of now, I don't believe that Google allows that, but what they will do, and and part of the reason they do this is because they want to verify you are where that somebody at least has said that you are if you're ready to claim that listing. They'll send it to that address. So you've got to have it sent to the address that you have in your GMB and they'll have the code in there as well as a, a URL you just go to that URL, type in the code, and you're good to go, and it'll verify everything. Hmm, so that's a pretty seamless process. That's good. It usually works pretty well, you know, three or four days before you get the postcard after you set it up, and, and having done it a, a few times, it's, it's not that difficult. Okay. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, like you said, a lot of people can recommend changes, and Google may or may not accept them, but how often then should your profile be updated? I would say you want to update it a fair amount. So that doesn't mean you have to go on there every day and just change something for the sake of changing something. <laughs> but to Google, you being active on your profile shows them that you're you're an active business. And what that's going to do is that's going to make it more likely that you're going to show up in that local pack. Google doesn't share the algorithm with anybody when it comes to organic search or local pack or anything. But search experts, SEO experts, will say that the number one factor, and there's been studies done on this, most often the number one factor for you showing up in the local pack is your proximity to wherever the searcher is, right? So if that's especially local. So if if you're in your shop and you search for auto repair, probably a pretty good chance that you're the number one listing. And it's because you're right at the address and, and Google automatically assumes you want to find auto repair close to you you're the closest one, you're gonna show up number one. If you don't have a GMB, then you're not gonna show up at all. If you have one and maybe you haven't done much with it, then you might fall down the list, you might not be number one, you might not show up at all. So you want to fill it out as much as you can. You want, you want to be active, you know, put new pictures up there, that would be great. You can do the questions and answers yourself so you don't have to wait for somebody to submit a question to you. Come up with commonly asked questions that you get from people about your shop or think, or you know, be creative about ways to feature the services you want the most to sell and put a question up there and answer it yourself. That's totally fine. You can do some of those. You know, getting reviews is good. A factor in search is the number of reviews and how good those reviews are. That's also true for that local pack. You know, so getting reviews, responding to reviews shows you're active. And you also have the option to do something that I believe it was last year they rolled out, which are posts. So you can do a post 
and it, it'll stay live for 10 days and then it disappears. But you can do a post and you could talk about maybe something you recently did in the community. Maybe you have a special that you want to highlight. Cool. Maybe you have an anniversary for somebody that's worked at the shop for you know, a certain number period of time and you want to highlight that. So you can also utilize posts to stay active. And, and all these things are going to help you in where you show up in that local pack and possibly on maps. And then it also affects your, your search. So any, any searches, you know, your rankings, where you are for your website, if it's got that connection to the GMB, and it's a factor for where you show up in organic search as well. So not only is it helping you through the local packs and maps and your GMB, but it's also gonna help your website search better if you're active. You talk about that if you have the Google My Business profile, as well as your website, they work together hand in hand to do the job, to get more business, yes. to get more eyes on the website, essentially more calls in your shop. But then that makes me question, like, do you, does a repair shop still need a website if they have that GMB? Yes, uh, and, and def that's definitely the case. And like you said, Becca, they, they work together really well to help each other show up high in the rankings and that's absolutely absolutely true so some of the factors that help your gmb show up in the local pack are related to your website those are things like your domain authority those are things like the location on your website those are things like what types of keywords or content you have on your website so if on your gmb you've got a link your auto repair, obviously, your GMB says your auto repair, but you've got a link to a website that, this would this is kind of ridiculous, but let's <laughs> just say, that says that you're a dentist office. Well, Google's gonna penalize your quality as an auto repair shop because your website is telling them you're a dental repair office. So the, the website itself is gonna help your GMB do better in the places where your GMB is gonna rank, and your GMB is gonna help your website do better in the place places where your website's gonna rank. What's also true is that a lot of consumers aren't just gonna stop with one source. Right. So usually the next thing that a consumer is gonna do after they see or find your GMB or, or find you on a map is they're gonna click into your website because they wanna see what your shop's about or learn more about your shop and or make sure that you do what they're looking for as well. So, you know, that that's gonna be important from, from that standpoint. We're, we're kind of conditioned as consumers or as people in a lot of ways to, to go to that website, take a look, see what the website represents because the more information we can get that shows us this is a good place for us to go, we're gonna feel comfortable here, these, these people are gonna make me feel welcome, all of those things, they do the service I'm looking for. The website lends additional credibility to that GMB, and again, they both help each other perform well. Yeah, and I, as a consumer myself, I'm always Googling things, and the second step, I always click the website. So yeah, yeah it really yeah. does make sense. Totally true. I think the yeah. same way. I, I often look at restaurants. I'm like, oh, what would be good? And you find, you see the GMB kind of proximity yeah. where they are and like, well, what did the menus look like? What what does the restaurant look like? And you can see a little bit in the photos on there, which are important, but the website tells more of a story. So it's the you credibility get, of yeah, it. Yeah, you get a better for feel sure. for what is the place all about? You know, what's the story here? Am I going to feel good going to this place type of a thing? Yeah, and it's always fine and dandy when <laughs> the shop or whatever you're looking up is open, running, and working. Yes. But 
I mean, Absolutely. What about when I look something up? Because I've actually done this about an actual auto repair shop where it says permanently closed. So that will be helpful for me so I don't call them to make an appointment. But I mean, the shop really isn't closed. Does Google mark shops closed due to like lack of activity on the page? They want, at least I don't believe that they will do it because of lack of activity on the page. Okay. But what, what, when they will do it is if a, a consumer tells them it's closed. So if, you know, make an edit here, they say, hey, this place is closed. They may, they may sh- some, you may or may not have seen this where you're looking at a, a Google My Business and all of a sudden like a question pops up because you've been looking around. They're trying to see what you know about the business. So if, the, if they're not seeing much happen, they may pop something up to somebody who's looking at it and say, hey, is this location closed? And that person could say yes. Wow. Uh, or a competitor, you know, in malfeasance could go on and say, hey, this place is closed. What I believe is that if Google sees that you're active and, and you posted stuff and, you know, nothing, there's no other indications that you're really closed, then I think they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt and they're going to they're gonna wait to say that it's closed and they're probably going to... Tr- either send you something or put something on your profile when you go into it that says heads up yeah head, yeah heads up <laughs> somebody told us you're closed are you really close uh something like that but but it is a, it is a user suggestion so you have to be careful and, and again the more that you do to show them that you're open and if you're active then you're not going to have to worry about that as much that just comes back to the more time that you can take a look back at your GMB, the better. So if I were to move my shop, let's say, change locations to the next town, can I just change the GMB or do you know if I have to go through Google to be like, hey man, I'm moving? <laughs> yeah, well, you just go on your profile and, and you can change it. I, okay. I have not done that myself. So I'm not sure. They may send you another postcard to which verify your address, which yeah, would make sense. It, it would totally make sense. But but you you could. Uh, I have the feeling that if, especially if you're actively managing it, and and you say that you've changed locations, that they're gonna try to work with you pretty easily to do that. Another thing, it's not the same, but uh, let's say you expanded to a second location, you want to create another Google My Business profile. So however many, you want to create a Google My Business profile for every one of your shops or every location of your business. Let's say you set up one across town. Let's say you're on the south side of town and and you see there's an opportunity on the north side of town or or you're able to buy somebody who's retiring's business. What's going to happen is if you don't set up that second one and let's say you try to attach it to your your other one which is already established on the south side of town you're not going to show up in the in the local pack for that one on the north side of town when people in that area are searching up there so if you have multiple businesses or if you are expanding to a second location make sure you have a gmb set up for each one of those locations Wow, I, I didn't even think about that, actually. So that's a really good point to make. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is important to do that. I know at repair shop websites, we, we sit here and we talk how about how important it is. And thank goodness I'm asking these questions because they are good to know. But do we actually do anything with a GMB page when we work with shops? Yes, we, we, we do. And it's a change we made probably within the last six to 12 months is, is now we, we will manage uh, any of our customers 
Google My Business profile. So that doesn't mean that we're out there, you know, doing <laughs> daily posts or anything like that. But we're going to make sure that you've got all the basics taken care of, that the, it's claimed that you know, we're, you're we're not able, closed. <laughs> you're not closed, that somebody's not going to suggest your clothes and it's going to show you clothes when you really open. Uh, we're going to encourage you to give us some photos to help put up them up there, that all of your address information is correct. Try to work with you to get as much set up and ready as possible. And then encourage you, you know, to, to do what you can to keep it active also. But we want to make sure that all those key things are, are set up and ready to go. And if, if there are additional changes to be made, that we can help you do those rather quickly. Absolutely. So if any of our listeners today have any lingering questions that we didn't quite answer or didn't quite get to, please, you can reach out to us with any of the questions. It's really great to see your response and any questions that we didn't get to cover because it opens a lot of doors for everyone involved. <laughs> sure does. And you may have a question that we, we haven't heard before or, or it might be something that that we didn't cover that, that could be uh, really helpful to you. you know, feel free, certainly, to go to our website and just submit a question, contact us, anything like that, if that's helpful, or, or give us a call at the number on the website as well. But we'll be happy to, to help you. Obviously, we love to help all of our customers, but whether you're a customer or not, we're, we're happy to give you some guidance and hopefully help you, help you figure some things out that you didn't otherwise know. Thank you for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. If you want more information about this, please visit myrsw.com and go to our resource center. We plan on hosting one of these every month, so subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out. We just have one more favor to ask of you. It would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends and colleagues. Our goal is to help auto repair shops succeed, so you can help us achieve this goal by just telling someone else about this show. Thanks again. Have a great day.